two weeks ago I spoke about uh, well, the of Torah, the Lord, of Torah, prophecy about the splitting of the river when Mashiach will come. There's one detail which uh, I didn't speak about, which is topic which is uh, topic for itself. It says the Pasuk describes over there how he'll split the river when Mashiach will come and uh, the portion of the Pasuk is that will uh, be a path like we didn't have when we went out of Mitzrayim and um, they'll walk through the path wearing shoes Shoes. Shoes, shoes not, not roller skates, not, uh, not, but they will wear shoes, yeah. Shikayach. See, not barefoot, that's not roller skate, I mean. So, what's pshat that they will walk with their shoes? I know, Arina won't be roller skates. No one can be in the roller skates. But Warren and Yamut and Zion roller skates. So, how do you know that they, what's the, what's Shot of the pasuk, they'll go through the shoes. So the pastors and Farshim explain that the idea is that it will, that the ground will be dry, that it won't be muddy, you won't uh, be able to walk like you walk in regular dry earth, like we have by Dayenu, by Kriyas Yamsuf. Also, you know, we say that. That it would have been enough. David would have split the sea, even if it wouldn't have been completely dry. So we hear the Pasuk is simply trying to say it will be completely dry. The question is, that's what the Pasuk is trying to say. It's self-understood. The Pasuk also continues will be a path for the like it was when they left Mitzrayim. And it's self-understood that it will be completely dry. Why is it the emphasis that they walk with their shoes? The truth is that we find this concept of shoes is discussed in a number of places in Kabbalah and Chassidus. We find a similar thing by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas means not by Kriyas Yamsuf, but by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which is connected to Kriyas Yamsuf. It says that when they didn't have to eat the carbon Pesach, they had to eat it, now Leichem Barag Leichem, not to be wearing their shoes on their feet. So it's also connected with their shoes. So the. the was it Taki Dorotten? Was it now Leichem Barag Leichem? It's not Ongeton, not Mechubedik. Was it Mechubedik? It means that they have to be ready for the road. Ready to go. Yeah, but it's also with them, as Mepharshim resides in, you look in the Pirush HaTesos Al-Ateira, now there's, uh, now they have, that's now they have even more, have a safer called Tesos HaSholim, they collect from Kisveyad, Das Kainim's, a few of them that were printed a while back, but then there's more things that they printed recently. Zira writes the whole thing, the whole Pasuk is a remnant of the Gula Asida. He writes there about eating the carbon Pesach, the remnant for eating well, interesting thing there. So he writes in Aleichem Bragleichem, he brings the Pasuk Hidrich Banaolim. But anyway, so we find also over there a connection with shoes. So Chsidis explains, I mean, it's a whole topic in Kabbalah and Chsidis. There's a Pasuk that speaks about the Leel the Dagon. Leading one up, Pasuk in Shira Shirim, Chsidis speaks a lot about it. Pasuk that says, Beautiful are your feet. Wearing shoes, the daughter of Nadiv, daughter of Nadiv, Avramavin was called Nadiv. Nadiv means he, you know, gave away from his money, from his kreches, from he devoted himself selflessly to, to help other people to serve the Abishta. 
So the Yidden are called the daughter of Avram Avinu. And the Pasuk is describing how they're going up to the base Hamikdash. So there too is describing how beautiful are your steps wearing shoes. So there also, again, the question is, what's the emphasis on wearing shoes? So um, this is, uh, to put it in simple terms, Shutas Kabbalas and Chassidah speaks about this in, in other terms, you know, in deeper level, in more spiritual, uh, I see it's more spiritual terms, but in practical terms, you have like this. What's the idea of a shoe? The Rebbe explains in, in the simple meaning of the concept, the reason why a person has shoes is because as a protection. When you're walking on the ground, it could be uh, who knows what on the floor, it could be ano, crawly, creepy snakes, scorpions, could be thorns, glass, I don't know, all things on the floor. You need to have protection. The shoes are usually made of a thicker type of sus, uh, substance than the other type of garments that you wear. The head, the hat, is usually not as thick as a shoe, and uh, the other garments, unless you're wearing a bulletproof vest, whatever it is, it's usually not, uh, you know, they're more levushim dakim, they're more thinner, they're not such coarse garments. However, the shoe is the hardest, most coarse type of garment that a person wears, because it needs to protect him from the elements that are on the ground, with which he comes in con direct contact only with his feet, only your hands and, you, need, you know, your body needs protection from the elements, but they're not touching anything directly besides the feet when they're walking. So what is the deeper meaning of this? Ochsidus explains that when there's two aspects here. Well, first I'll start with this, with the, with more the simpler aspect. When a person, what part of a person comes in, the, into contact with the with the world? So when a person is standing upright, obviously you could touch, you know, your hands and you, every, anything. But the bottom line is the part of the body that by default comes in contact with the ground is the feet, and in the feet itself, it's the heels. And what does that represent? That represents that spiritually represents the part of the person that's involved in physical things. So you have, we see also, if you look at a person's body, we know Chassidus explains at length that the higher limbs, the higher organs of a person's body are more refined and they have more higher qualities and more connection with the higher, higher parts of the, of the neshama, of the soul, more than the lower parts of the body. You have the head. The head has the highest parts. It has the brain, which is the nerve center of the whole body. It has intellect, the power of hearing, the power of, of, of sight, the power of smell, of speech. These are more of the much higher of a person. You go further down. So you have the heart. The heart is uh, the seat of emotions. You have the hands, which is the seat of action. So it's not as refined as the brain. The brain, we know, is an extremely sensitive type of material, type of tissue. You know, the, even the heart is not as sensitive as the brain. But the, the hands are even less sensitive. But nevertheless, Chassidah says the lowest part of a person are his feet. And his feet itself, it's the Ekev Shebedegel. The heels are technically, it's called, it's even called the, the famous Avast Rabnosan, I think the Rebbe mentioned a number of times, the heels are called the Malacham Mavish Shabbatim. It says that everything in the world is a miniature, it's a miniature part in the, in the, in the you can find everything in the microcosm, whatever the word is, in the person. So, uh, but, so it says that there's, a, there's this angel of death in the world. The angel of death in the person is his heel. What does it mean? It means the part of the body that has the least highest, the least revealed quality of life is the heel. That's why, you know, 
I mean, the Chassidah says another reason for, but that's why, you know, it says the heel is the easiest thing to put into hot water. Simply it's because it's licensed, the Chassidah says because it's more of a keli for drugs and whatever, but it's not in the gear right now. So the, the heat. Same reason. And the so, so the heel is, so in other words, so the Abish has set it up, the, the person, it's the lowest part of the person that comes in contact with the world, because how could a person, what is a person, which is a, which is a medabra, the highest part of the, of, of, of creation, have to do with the earth? Everyone needs the earth, you need to plow the earth, you need to be able to eat, you need to grow the, you know, tilt the soil, you need, you need, to, you need to be involved with the world. But what part, how could a person have a shachas with the world? So Debesh already made it that it's only the lowest part of the person, the heel, that actually steps foot on the ground. But even there, there still has to be a separation. There still has to be that even the heel has to be, it's not enough that it's only the heel that touches the ground. It's even the heel has to be separated from the ground. Which that's the idea of Yeshua, which it means in, 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 in Avodah Sodom, what it means spiritually in the person's service of Debesh, there is that when a person is involved in the world, so a person is learning and davening, he's involved in doing tzedakah, himself understood that he's not, he's not involved in the world, he doesn't need such a protection. But a person could say, when I'm involved in the world, part of my day I'm involved in the world, I have to work, I have to eat, I have to sleep. So uh, I'm, why do I need a special protection there? So you say no, that even at that point you need a protection. What's the protection? So this is what Chassidus said, that I've spoke about this many times, that a person's involvement in the world should only be with his hands, the work of your hand, not your mind, not your heart. You know, there's a famous story that the Rebbe brings, a certain big Chassid was, uh, I think he was a Rav also, whatever, and he opened up a, a Galoshin factory. Uh, you know what Galoshin are? How do you say them in English? Robbers, yeah. So he was very involved intellectually, became very involved, faced how to, I don't know, you know, how to get his product out there and whatever, and how to make more money, how to make it better. So Rabbi Rashab once told him that I've, I, I, I saw feet in Galoshin, but I haven't yet, I never saw a head in Galoshin. <laughs> trying to say, you know, don't, don't get caught up with it. So person, so, so in other words, the, the so, you know, whatever, it's, uh, there's a chassid, Abcha Meshach he, he used to always keep his. He was he was a boss in his machshav. He was able. He, he he always used you know always used to fill you know keep his mind to only think words of. I don't know. I don't know. But it's known. So he used to be. He I, I think he, he came to Israel before the war already. He used to work as a builder, slapping heavy bricks and building. And once he was asked, why don't you become a chlet, they offered him maybe a job to work, you know, on, on, on being a bookkeeper or something like that. So it was much easier for him. So he didn't want it, and he explained, when I'm schlepping, it's stack of hard work, but I'm able to think what I want, I'm able to think chassidus, but if I'll be a bookkeeper, whatever, <laughs> my thought is going to have to be involved in, 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 in that's, it's another word, but he just, huh? It's known, it's, it's, it's Yedua, but Chassidim said about him that he was a shamer and his machshava. I'm saying, I think one of the babies said it, I think it So in other words, the idea here is that there has to be, a person has to be involved in the world. They should want a person to be involved in the world, but it has to be in a way that he's separated. He's, like, there has to be the idea of that he's involved in the world, but he realizes he's still different than than you know, all the nations around him, and he keeps his distance. 
This is the idea in Avoid of what a shoe means. That, that's 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 what it means in Avoid. So another aspect of it here, which is obviously connected, but on a more refined, a much more higher level, is that the idea of a shoe is from one level to another level, even in Ketusha itself. You have in Kabbalah, you have uh, different malachim that are called the shoes of the Shekhinah. You have Matatrin or Sandalfin, I forget exactly, exactly the names over there, different levels, which worlds, but they're called the shoes of the Shekhinah, means the shoes of the Shekhinah, because in order, when the Shekhinah is revealed from one world to the next, because the intensity of the Shekhinah in the higher world is too strong to be shine in the lower world, there has to be a separation. That separation like the, at the bottom of the world, it's like whatever. Different, we call it a shoe sometimes, a separation, a, like a type of symptom, a type of blockage that the light doesn't shine with its full intensity. So you have Kabbal Nachsidus discusses this. I forget exactly how it goes, but in Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to wear shoes. Why not? Because in Yom Kippur, there the Malchus, the level of Shechina, the divine presence of the Ebesher goes up to its source. The whole idea why you have shoes is only when the Shekhinah is focusing downwards, going into the world. But when the Shekhinah is going up, add it up. And you're not supposed to have shoes because uh, that's, that's, it's, it's, not, it's not where the place of the shoes is, the shoes is needed. It's discussed. The Kabbal Nechassidus discusses a lot about this concept of shoes. You have by Moshe Rabbeinu when he was by... Um, by Harsna, by the burning bush, David tells them, Take off your shoes from your feet. Why? Because the place you're standing on is Admas Kaidish, is the holy ground. We find similarly when the Kainim were in the base of Mikdash, they're supposed to walk barefoot. It was mandatory. They had to walk barefoot. So, um, why did they have to walk barefoot? Why did Moshe Rabbein have to take off his shoes? The idea is what's the whole idea of his shoe? There should be a separation between the person and the world. They shouldn't get involved. But when you're in the base Hamikdash, you're in a holy place, you're by Harsinai. On the contrary, you want the holiness of the place to be directly connected with your feet. You don't want there should be a separation. You want to absorb the holiness of the place. Why should you want to have shoes? So this is the idea of shoes. So getting back now to uh, to 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 loss of love, so to, to the splitting of. There's one more word actually, very geshmak of word that Abba says. Abba spoke about this a number of times. It's very geshmak of word. The Rebbe touched it in Halacha. There's a famous Halacha. It's brought in the first few Sima, I think the Simon Beis, the Simon Gimel of Shulchan Aruch, that a person should sell the beams of his roof of his house in order to buy shoes for his feet. Highlighting how important shoes are. It's better, I guess, you should be, I don't know, homeless, at least you should have shoes. Let me along those lines. Maybe not exactly homeless, but interesting Halacha. What does it mean in the context of avoid of a person? So the Rebbe says, the idea of having beams in a person's, the idea of a roof, it's a little similar to the concept of a yarmulke. Why do we have a yarmulke? The idea of having a yarmulke head covering, which we know uh, from the Gemara helps us fear Hashem, is the idea that a person has to come to the recognition of something higher than his intellect, something above his head. Well, that itself, there's two levels, Chassidus explains. The makif of Chayim, makif of Yechida. There's the level that he recognizes is there's something above his head, but it's still something which is limited to the size of his head, like a yarmulke. Then there's something which is completely beyond him. It's not just that it's understanding of a level of godliness that's above him, but still somewhat limited to him, limited to his understanding, but it's totally beyond you know, his, his, any limits that he could put into it. So that's the idea of the beams of his house. The roof represents that understanding that there's something beyond me, a level of godliness which is completely beyond me. On the other hand, 
we still call it his house. We're not talking here about a, you know, a un, unlimited extension of wood over his head because if so, it has no connection to him. It has to be Kodei's base side that it's, he understands that it has an effect on him. But anyway, so the Rebbe is like this. This is a very important avoid that a person should recognize how the Ebeshter is totally beyond his, his understanding. But the beginning of a person's avoid is he has to start with shoes. It's better for you should first sell the beams in order to get shoes. Because what's the idea of shoes? Shoes is the initial recognition that you're separated from the world. It's like in the avoid of a person. How do you start off the day? You don't start off the day with saying Shema Yisrael. You start off the day with Moedani. How do you start educating a child? With small things, making a brach. You don't start teaching him right away in Sha'a the deepest concepts of unity of Hashem. Because the first thing is you have to start with a basic recognition that you're separated from the world. Take shoes. Then you reach an understanding of godliness until you reach an understanding that the ultimate understanding which is demanded from a person. She realized that godliness is totally higher than his intellect. But that comes, that's another step. And we're getting back, all bringing all this back to the Haftar of Achim Shopeza. So the Rebbe says like this. The Rebbe says, there's two, two things over here. First of all, the Rebbe asks a question. Getting back to our, based on our whole, our whole discussion, what is the purpose of shoes when Mashiach will come? The whole idea of shoes that we explained until now is that there has to be a separation between the person and the world because, you know, because the uh, the things in the world are uh, the, 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 because the world is separate from Ketusha. So when Mashiach will come, the same way in the simple meaning of the the simple meaning of the concept of shoes is meant to protect a person from negative elements, when Mashiach will come, those negative elements won't be there. There won't be any snakes or scorpions. Same after it says, there won't be any, 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 anything they have to worry about lying on the ground that might harm you. There won't be anything negative spiritually either. The spirit of impurity will be removed from the, from the ground. So why are we going to have to wear shoes then? So there's two ways of understanding this. The Rebbe also adds the whole world, you know, it's an interesting thing that I've mentioned a number of times, just highlights it very strongly. We know that in, in times of the Beis HaMikdash, you're only allowed to mention Hashem's name, the way it's written in the Beis HaMikdash. And even there, I think we were only declaring God, whatever it was. When Mashiach will come, it says, The Abish's name will be pronounced the way it's written throughout the whole world, which means that the whole world basically will be on the same level, sort of, as the Beis HaMikdash. So that underlines even more that the whole world will be so holy. Why? What's the reason for shoes? So there's two points over here. One point is that the idea of going with the shoes is not, according to this explanation, the focus here is not that we need the shoes, but punt farket. What, what is going to be the thing that's going to give us the capability? In other words, our, the, the reason that we're going to get these great revelations of Mashiach will come, which are exp- expressed by the splitting of the river, is because now in the time of Golos, we wore shoes. Because we separated ourselves from the world. Furthermore, we refined the world. We know that wearing shoes is also connected. This is a famous concept in, in Kabbalah, Latin. This also mentions it. The idea of Kosnei Soir, another Mauritian after his sin, the day Bishop gave him garments, Kosnei Soir, garments made out of skin, leather, whatever it was. So, it's explained there, oir, leather, skin, is written ayin vavresh. It says that in the, when the mayor's Torah, it said, kosnois oir with an aleph. Oir with an aleph means light. The other before his sin, even his garments were radiating light. After his sin, 
So his garments were oil, were thick, coarse skin, which has to be refined. So the same way when a person makes a shoe, what does he do? He takes a thick piece of skin, he has to work it out. And when once it's worked out, you transform something which was the animal skin to a useful tool for a person. The same thing that, that spiritually, the idea of the shoes when Mashiach comes means that in the merit of the fact that during the time of Golos, we kept our distance from the world. And we elevated, we refined the world, not just we kept our distance, we refined the world. And that merit, the shoes that we'll have then will be, in other words, it's, that's going to be the source of our schar. It's going to be the source of all these revelations. will be because of the shoes, but then it won't be shoes. Then on the contrary, then it'll be very illuminating articles that that, that birudim that we refined now in the time of Golos will be illuminating in a much higher way. So, but this, this, but it's all going to come from the avoid in the time of Golos that we that we had to do this avoid with shoes. That's one one point here. Another point is very interesting. The Rebbe says, remember I mentioned before, uh, there's the concept that the shoes are separate, even, even in holiness itself, from one level to another level, there's a separation which is referred to as shoes. So Kabbalah explains that when Mashiach will come, the world is actually going to be refined. The world will be a, a holy place, will be able to mention Hashem's name the way it's written everywhere. But the Jewish people themselves will be on a much, much greater level. So there was going to have to be a separation. The intensity of light that the Jewish people will have will be too strong for the world. So there's going to have to be shoes, not because we're going to need the shoes. The world will need the shoes. The world will need to have some type of separation from, from, from us. This is also expressed in the Maimur Chazad, when Mashiach will come, the Malachim will say Kaddish to the Jewish people. It says that they'll say it also says they're going to ask the Yidin what the Ebishter said, what the Ebishter did. The Yidin will be even higher than the Malachim. So there's going to have to be a separation between us and, 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 and the world at large. That's the second reason for shoes. There's one more point the Rebbe adds in another moment. The Rebbe explains that the idea... For the world, not for, not for the Yidin, not for the Shomas, for the world. For the world, yeah. In other words, the Gili, of that, the Gili in the world will be very great, but the Gili by Yidin will be much, even much greater. So therefore, for the world, is going to have to be the idea of now. The Rebbe said the same thing. All the nations of the world will be transformed to serve the But nevertheless, the Pasuk still identifies them, even when Mashiach comes, as Zorim, as strangers. Strangers will come and, 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 and take care of your sheep. What does it mean, strangers? Talking here about people that are serving the Ebeshe, that all the world will serve the Ebeshe. But compared to the Eden, they're still going to remain something completely separate. There's one more word that I want to finish off. The Rebbe explains in the Mimer, I think it's Kameh Seitz Chatov Shenyud Bey. The Rebbe explains that a whole thing of a Mashiach will come will be the, the connection of Bleakville with Gvul, supernatural with nature, which I got, spoke a little bit about last time. So the Rebbe says that the Rebbe connects it with this Pasek walking in shoes. The Rebbe says, what is, what is the Pasek mentioning here about shoes? They're trying to say what's going to give the capability of these, of the, of, of the, of the connection of Bleakville with Gvul. Of, of, of the infinite light of the... It's a very profound concept of this. I don't have time to get into it. Nature itself, you'll see within... Nature itself will be a vessel for the godliness which is completely higher than nature. And the miracles that are hidden in nature, nature won't... will work hand in hand with the miracles. It's, nature will be a vessel for what's higher than nature. Now, they, 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 they don't work together. Either, either nature... Nisim Either Nisim breaks nature, even those Nisim that are hidden in nature, but the nature itself... 
hides the nase that's inside of it. Sheikh will come, the nase will, will be, the nase, the, the Teva itself, nature itself will show the miracle that's in it. But anyway, the Rebbe says, how is that going to happen? Which has the idea of splitting of the river. The Rebbe explains to how the, the, the miracle, the infinite light of Hashem will be expressed within the nature. What's going to give us the capability of doing that is the avoid of his of shoes. And which part, there's the, the idea that through us refining the world, which is the idea of shoes, I, you know, what Chassidus calls avoid. You ever heard of oivdim? What's, what's the idea of oivid? That Rabbi explained in Tanya, oivid alakim, someone that serves Hashem is called an oivid. What's the idea of oivid? Oivid comes from Dibu You have to, when you have to make, you know, in a tannery, you have to make parchment, or you have to, if you ever see the process, you take something thick and grub and, you know, filthy and fatty, and you have to work it out into a proper thing that a man could use, which represents the avoid of refining the animal soul, which by a person refining his animal soul in the world, that will make that the world, the nature of the world, will be a vessel for what's higher than nature. So this is why when the Apostle is speaking about the great revelations, how there will be the splitting of the river, that the level of godliness that's unlimited will be revealed within nature, it says, how is that going to happen through the avoid of wearing of shoes, of refining a person's nature in the world. You should have a take it from me at Mamish, that's oh, the main God. thing.